Hello everybody, and welcome back to The Wayward Dragons. I don't know why I'm doing a soul trace. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> are we trying to appeal to book talk or something? I, I, <laughs> I, was, I was like doing that like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> this is your NPR uh, recording. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Oh, this is too early for us I... to do this. <laughs> Listen, I had a day. We both do, uh, trust me. So yeah, so yeah, this is our review episode. Um, it's our every other week episode with all sorts of entertaining, hopefully miscellaneous <laughs> things that we talk about and all that jazz. Yeah. Gives you some jazz hands. And, and all that jazz. Okay. Anyways. Um so yeah, it's been a week. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Well, how are you? You doing all right? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um starting to wind down for the season at my job, so that's been fun. Um Yeah. Yeah, starting to slow down, getting ready for the holidays, even though this is going to come out way after Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> just getting ready for the holiday season. <laughs> yeah, so happy belated Thanksgiving to yeah. all of our listeners in the States, and then happy, I was like, know, whatever yeah. day you're listening to this, at everywhere else in the world. Happy, ho- happy holidays. Happy whatever. Happy whatever you celebrate. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's like, how, uh, so yeah. Hey, how are you? How are you? Let's uh, let's. I am. Yeah, let's rock and roll. <laughs> I am here. Uh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm here. I'm existing. Yeah. Uh, that's about. That's about it. How about yourself? <laughs> you just asked me that. <laughs> Oh yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel that. If you're joining us for the first time, we're not usually this aloof. <laughs> we are sometimes, but it's like I don't even freaking know. We literally uh, both have just like woken up, and because of the days that we both have, are recording a lot earlier than we normally do. <laughs> yeah. So we have do to do to do to talk about for stuff we've watched and read and jump. Yeah. Have you been reading anything fun or interesting or anything like that? I finished four books between the two last time and this time. I hit my reading, my Goodreads goal for the year of 60, I think is what my goal was. So I finished The Night is Alive by Heather Graham. That's part of that um, paranormal romance series that I was reading or still am reading because here's the next one. Um, basically it takes place in Savannah or someplace close to that. And, um, I wish this place was real, but it's a, um, a bar that's been around since the founding of Savannah and it's covered in pirate memorabilia, like all of things pirate. And, um, there are people women that are dying um and they're showing up with like without their ring finger which is a thing that you know pirates used to do and everything so 
the ghost of the tavern helps them find out who's doing it because the person doing it's impersonating the ghost it's it's a lot of weirdness um yeah that one was pretty good <laughs> i just read those just for like my coffee beans i guess um and then i listened to the black angels the untold story of the nurses who cured tuberculosis this is part of the um morbidly curious book club she's on instagram um so basically it follows a group of black nurses through like the 1920s up until um kind of after civil rights movements and all that stuff kind of ends um but it follows how one these nurses were very integral in us finding a antibiotic for tuberculosis um but everything that they faced as nurses um so it's i think it's one of those books that i think people need to read these books um I find them extremely, um, eye-opening. Um, I like reading books like this because it puts in a different perspective for me because I'm not that. I'm a white girl. (laughs) Well, yeah, so that's, that's kind of a big thing is that, you know, especially here in the States, I don't, I can't really say for the rest of the world, but especially here in the States, you know, we're not taught... Yeah, like black history and how it's yeah. influenced our culture overall. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, actually I read a book a while back that just about like, it was just like a rough overview of black history in the United States. Mm-hmm. And it really did not even say as much as I would have liked it to, but it's just, it's not something that's Mm-mm. covered. It's not something that's talked about Mm-mm. because of, you know, cultural race, racial bias that, w- that the culture has overall. Yeah. And it's, unfortunately it's something that we need to take it and to address and yeah. this isn't woke culture or whatever the fuck you want to call it Mm-mm. it's true yeah you know we talk about we talk about black history one month out of the yeah. year and that's it yeah and, and it's like dude there is so much other shit out yeah. there yeah like and it's not just black history like it's all oh. literally any other any other history you they don't really talk about unless it is directly aligned yeah. with like U.S. history and yeah. white culture and white ideology, yeah. you don't ever hear about it. No, and so it's so it's so awesome to actually dig into that. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, like, even if you just look at like a single culture and dig into their history, there's so many fascinating things out there, and there's so much we're not taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the more you learn history, the more you start questioning whether what you're taught is even right or not, yep. because there's a lot that, you know, is oh, miscommunicated yeah. or is not communicated at all, or is just blatantly a lie. Yeah. Yeah. So I found that one rather interesting because of how much, um, they were kind of, um, how do I word this? Like, they thought they were stupid and it these women were honestly just trying to make it in the world and trying to take as many opportunities that was given to them um 
and they helped find the cure for tuberculosis. So that way now, you know, we don't have, you know, tuberculosis outbreaks and stuff, but just to listen to like what the mayor thought, or like the guy that was in charge of the disease control, you know, well, let's just put them all, let's just put everywhere, everybody over here type thing. And, you know, it, yeah, it's a very eye-opening book. I like reading books like that. I'm currently listening to, um, The Removed by Brandon Hobson. Um, so my library that I go to does like a national heritage, like big national heritage display, um, or indigenous heritage, I'm sorry, um, for the month of November. So this was part of their display, but, um, it talks about how this teenage boy named Ray Ray went to a mall and at the age of 16 and he was shot by an officer and it talks about the story goes into all of his brothers his brother and his sister and the addiction that his brother goes through and um his sister trying to make it through life and their mom with their dad their dad is suffering alzheimer's um and just how culturally like they handle this type of stuff but also to get justice for their son because their son was um shot by a cop and he was not the one in the group holding the gun it was actually his friend so um so it that this is one of those other books that like it kind of makes you stop and think about our police force and um like their culture and how they handle grief um and stuff i'm only a couple chapters into this um but the author won the national or the author's a national book award finalist for where the dead sit talking so i will probably read that next but the, yeah, and I mean, it's really, it's really eye-opening type experience with that one. There's, there's a lot of issues that need to be addressed with the police force and all that. Oh yeah, and, you know, not not to get too political, but it's just people are gonna take it that way. So I'm yeah. just gonna say it. I'm not being political. Yeah. We need trained professionals oh, yeah. that can actually de-escalate situations and deal with situations. Yep. The police officers do not get enough training. No. Most of them do not know the laws like they're supposed to. And a lot of them, some of the shit that they deal with isn't even stuff that they should be dealing with. No. You know, a lot of a lot of the times you when you have people who have good intentions yeah. that become cops, they get corrupted by the situation and by the system. Because they're taught this is what you're supposed to do yeah. in a situation. And it's it's that echo chamber where, you know, you get into this mindset, even if you go in a different mindset, it's it's essentially like a cult. Yeah. You know, you even if you have a different mindset, you're gonna hear certain things all around you constantly, and that's what you're gonna start to believe, that's what you're gonna start at feeling. It's you know, it's not a it's a, it's a systematic problem. It is such a systematic problem. I know. And <laughs> we, we need to take it and we need to stop like 
militarizing mm -hmm. these police forces. We need to take the money that's going into militarizing it and get them proper training, yeah. get them psychological help because the, some of the shit that cops see, they, like, yeah. it, one, I'm a, I'm a huge proponent in everyone getting therapy, yeah. but uh, especially when you see fucked up shit All on a daily basis or deal with fucked up shit on a daily basis, you need therapy. Yeah. You need to know how to address that. Yeah. And then you need trained professionals that are actually meant for that situation. I mean, cops are not trained to deal with someone who has me severe mental issues. Yeah, no. Um, they're, they're not. No. Like, someone who's going through a schizoparanoid episode... Oh, yeah. And the cops treat them like a hardened criminal. It's only going to no, make it worse. No, that's not right. It's, you're not helping at that point. You're not helping. But, so. Yeah, that's what I'm currently listening to. I like listening to that sort of stuff. I think it's thought-provoking for me. Yeah. Um, to kind of get somebody's different culture, but a different perspective on things. Um, and then I read Fragile by Lisa Unger. Which is book one in the Hollow series. So. I I just don't know what her thing is. Of her writing men. As just these horrible monsters. <laughs> like. Oh, this is, this she is, probably has some trauma. That's like, probably her way of dealing with it. Like. Unfortunately. That's a, this is the third yeah. book I have read by her. And the undertone is men are horrible monsters. Not all men are horrible monsters, but horrible men are horrible monsters. Um, but like the premise, the undercurrent of this book is secrets. Secrets eventually come out, and secrets eventually slowly kill you if it's and damage everything around you if it's that big and bad of a secret. Um, the book starts out with, and it it. She likes to jump timelines, but not tell you you're jumping timelines. You just have to be aware of what's going on. And I hate that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to read another one. Because, oh. But the, it's modern day and couple is a, she's a um, psychiatrist and her husband's the main detective in town. And their son's, like, girlfriend goes missing. And the dad thinks their son's part of it in some way. And he's not. But the mom's like, how, like, how could you like, say this about our son and stuff? So it's a lot of, like, bickering back and forth between them. And then it's the dad and the son of, like, you don't understand me. You don't love me type thing. How You're could you accuse <laughs> you? Why are you accusing me of this? Um because it, it, it wasn't him. It was somebody else. Are they doing it through text message? Like, you're, like, aggressively texting when you're saying No. No. Um, I'm just signifying. Fuck you, David. People. You're not a real <laughs> Like, the thumbs. Um, so, it, you find out it's somebody else. and But the other part is there's a there was another girl that went missing um, when all the parents were in high school. And that secret gets out. Because it's the same family that did both. So. So ritual sacrifice? No. The men are just horrible. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it, 
yeah i'm not gonna yeah. spill all the juicy details but um yeah i don't know if i'm gonna read another one by her i don't i gave it the, i've given it people... three and it's like the, the undercurrent is men are horrible every book you've written men are painted as horrible assholes like and they're some just, people just have trauma that that's how they deal with it unfortunately like so but... i just i don't know um and then i finally finished Cersei by Madeline Miller. I that was a beautiful book. That was such a beautiful retelling. The audio narrator that they got for that, she does an absolutely phenomenal job. That is such a one of the most beautiful retellings of one Cersei legend. Like that was an absolutely beautiful retelling. They do such a good job. Cool. <laughs> That's all I can say. Is it, it is such a beautiful book that they've narrated. Like, yeah, it's great. Have you been watching anything? Bro, we talked about this. So <laughs> we've been watching Bodies on Netflix, okay? Because the trailer looked interesting, right? Three different, four different timelines. And you can obviously tell when you jump timelines. But there's a body. It's the exact same murder that happens in 1990, the 1940s, 19 or 2023, and then like 50 years in the future or like 20 years in the future. So these this man dies the exact same way in all four timelines and all the timelines are gonna converge because of so it's like multiverse kind of because there's stuff happening in the future that he needs he needs it to happen the exact same way every time so that he gets like this weird utopia and in order to do that he's got to go back in time to create everything and it's all converging at once type thing and you have to pay attention you can't this isn't something you can scroll and watch you gotta pay attention but it's based off of a graphic novel series by Cy Spencer and you are my graphic novel person you're the only person i know that kind of reads that sort of stuff so i sent you a message i was like hey have you read this because like there's a the one detective in 19 in 1890 is gay but like they're laying it on thick <laughs> like thick and i'm just like like I really want to know if this character is written in the graphic novel series this way, or maybe Netflix is exaggerating, like the 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 gayness of the character to kind of like put stuff in perspective. Because it was in the time where where being gay was outlawed, like you would go to jail if you were caught with someone of the same sex and doing inappropriate things. Especially men who did drag. So, 
I don't know if it's like we're trying to emphasize that. But it's... That's the only thing I'll critique is like... We're... We're laying it on thick. For it being a gay character. I'm fine with it being a gay character. But I just feel like we're just laying it a little too thick. In my opinion. Yeah. Well, I know he's like a queer so writer. I, That's what we found. Yeah, out. like I said, uh, he, he is a heterosexual man. Yeah. However, he does do a lot of, uh, you know, queer yeah. friendly or queer support. Yeah. He is very much an ally. Uh, I have not had a chance to fully delve into. Uh, yeah. The question yet? I was actually looking something up as you were talking, and my computer is deciding to be super freaking <laughs> slow. What is the detective's name? Because I can only find it's... the uh, actor thus far. It's like Hill something. Um, Inspector Edmund Hillinghead. Because that's my thing. It's like, I just feel like Netflix is just exaggerating. Like, I don't know. I understand that, like, there's blackmail that needs to happen in order for, like, the timeline to work. So I don't know if we're exaggerating and making this thing. I just, I don't know. That character, just that timeline and that character arc just doesn't sit well with me <laughs> like i'm just like are we needing to have i'm fine with he's gay but like do we need to make him like super gay like <laughs> google did not like that question because <laughs> like, i can't i couldn't find anything on like the characters it was just like the books in the show and i'm like okay but i want like character like spreadsheets like like is this is he gay in the book like or i i would say give it a few months like, and uh yeah you'll have all sorts of spreadsheets yeah so uh, that's just my that's what we've been watching is we're almost done and in a, it's a one series and done like from my understanding from the articles that i was reading there's no second season Cy Spencer is like in the director, like no more. It's a one. It's a limited series. Yeah, so it's it's really good. You have to pay attention. It's just that that character. It's just it. His arc just doesn't sit well with me. I just I don't know, because I know that you can't make like a hundred percent adaptation. So that's just like I just I feel like we're exaggerating a little. What about you? I'm getting annoyed with Google right now. It's giving me all sorts <laughs> of issues. Uh, so based off what I'm seeing, he is canonically gay in the 1890. Uh, yeah. He is canonically gay based off what I'm seeing. Yeah. I figured he was gay in the uh, like, books. 
but I just yes. I don't know the the uh, um you'd have to watch it because I just I don't feel like yeah so the murders happened in 1890 1941 2023 yeah. and 2053 yeah yep because the main line that you keep hearing is no you are loved and that becomes prevalent in the future that's like the cult saying in the future. That's like the utopian world <laughs> saying. No, that you are <laughs> like. Um, yeah, so. it's it's weird. It's good. It's just, Mister Edmund, you sir, your arc just doesn't sit well with me. So, so as far as uh, watching stuff, because that's the shorter list here. I watched Follow the House of Usher. How was that? Oh my goodness. So I I love Poe. Yeah. And they they used a lot of imagery and references to Poe through it. Obviously they had to. Yeah. Uh, but really well done. Really interesting. The character dynamics uh, were very interesting. I, I, I thought it was phenomenal. Okay. Uh, the guy, the guy who directed it, uh, he's done a lot of like really popular, uh, horror stuff, I guess, which is like, yeah. Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. 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 Blind Man. Yeah. But, uh, it, it was, it was absolutely phenomenal. It's of course me being me. I, <laughs> in the first episode, pointed out exactly who a particular character was and I was right because it's me and I can't not do that (laughs) but yeah no it was even with that and even with like I kind of called the ending of it like the first two episodes yep uh which I mean they kind of give you the ending in a lot of ways but I no basically they set up the ending Mm mm-hmm and then they're just like, this is how we got to this point. Which I thought was really cool. I like those. That's that's how this... Him and I were talking about yeah. Nettle and Bone by um, T. Kingfisher. So this is part of another book club. But um, it's it's one of... This book is like that. Where it's like, okay, here's the dog bone. Or bone dog. Now, let me show you how we got to this point. <laughs> Yeah. It's a, it's actually a really good book, but continue. But that that's this way. Uh, so that's really all that I've watched that's noteworthy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I watched that's noteworthy. I also I've been so I've read Draken Prince D R A K O N. And it's a lit RPG that he takes it and the guy gets like, finds out, oh, hey, I'm actually secretly a dragon. That people are, you know, are not always what they seem type situation. Yeah. Uh, is all right. <laughs> Man, I, my Goodreads, I gave it three out of five stars. You gave it four. Uh, I read... S3. Dragon Prince by Jamie McFarlane. 
That's three. Mine says four. <laughs> well, that's false advertisement. <laughs> Continue. Uh, I read Elantris, which or Elantris, which is a Brandon Sanderson book. And Brandon Sanderson, for those of you who don't know, obviously don't read any sort of fantasy novels. Uh, he's basically the biggest fantasy now. Oh uh, yeah. He somehow he somehow like knocks out like two to three. 900 page novels in a year like he's ridiculous i don't know how he manages it the man has a crazy mind i've met him yeah super nice entertaining guy but i just i i want to like crawl inside his brain and like <laughs> how you work but yeah i yeah he i think he does a lot of drugs he probably That's does figure out but the, but the cool thing about his novels though is that all of his novels uh that are specifically his uh they all take place in the same universe. Yes. So you'll have references to other books and book yeah. series, and you'll be like, oh, this happened over here. And then it, it, yeah. it's not a book series that you've read of his, or if it's not one that he's published yet, yeah. guess what? You're, he's going to be publishing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and those who don't know, he I did, read. he's the one that finished um, The Wheel of Time. Right. He's the co-author right, to the end I of the I honestly, I need to get or reread the first several books and get back into reading it because just I had an issue with the way the original author was doing it. But from what I understand, he changed the formula and it got better when he took over. Like, I got through uh, two of those and went, no, I can't do this. This is dragging. And I stopped. Oh, I, I got through eight of them and it was like the same formula in every book. Like, I couldn't do it. I could so, not. But apparently, apparently not long after that, it actually gets better. Yeah. Uh, so I read the downloaded, which was an interesting one. Uh, I guess it's uh, it's average. Uh, it was it was interesting. It's like the whole thing's done through like an interview process, and basically what had happened was. Uh, you have all these individuals that are, you know, or a couple of individuals that woke up that were supposed to be astronauts and were supposed to go through this long voyage and they wake up and they're still orbiting earth and like their conscious is in like a perpetual, uh, AI type situation where they basically cryogenically freeze the body oh. and put the mind into a computer gotcha. and so they take it and they start to wake up and they realize, oh shit, we never left Earth. And then they realize that most of the population of Earth is gone, except for us, except for Mennonites. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's because humans destroyed themselves when they took out technology. Yeah. And so there was no technology and so people started killing each other and the Mennonites not being big on technology survived that is fantastic uh <laughs> so that's awesome. you know they're they but but they find some other people who were also frozen most of them were prisoners mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be frozen and serve their time and during the time period they were frozen is when all this crap happened so they've been in like a stasis as well and so they wake them up 
and some of the prisoners do what prisoners do and nice. you know criminals do and aren't reformed how did anyways my tarot cards get wet somehow <laughs> okay. uh that's right I don't know. Anyways, uh, it's just a little damp. It's fine. Uh, so yeah, that's the, and then so I was watching it or watching it. I was reading it and then uh, they started referencing these little blue people and I'm like, why the fuck are there Spurs? <laughs> and come to find out, humans at some point settled Mars and uh, basically genetically altered themselves to where they're tiny blue people. <laughs> that's how we get Smurfs. They come. <laughs> and they're and they're the ones they're the ones doing the interviews of everyone and they're like yeah we can take it and we can uh if you want to take it and live on mars we can take it and put you on the opposite side of mars so you're not at any risk to us and our way of life and you can create a civilization over there we can freeze you and you can go to this other planet that the astronauts are planning on visiting anyways or we can leave you here where there's a uh, asteroid that's coming towards Earth and is going to kill you all in seven years. Solid. And I was just like, okay, that was kind of a... But it's the downloaded because they download their minds basically from the cloud back to their bodies. <laughs> that's good. Okay. But, there, but, there's, but there's a canonically trans character and I love how they do it because what they did is they uh, downloaded the body of a trans man into a man's body. Which I thought was pretty cool. And it wasn't like, oh, hey, we did this. This is, you know, it's it's just like, hey, this this happened. That's great. Which if listen to us for any point in time, you know that <laughs> I hate when they just throw things in your face and like force things on you. Yeah. Um, then I also, uh, my current fixation which i only have one more book in the series which i'm kind of bummed about uh anyone who knows me knows that i get fixated on crap and like especially book series yep if i really 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 enjoy them yeah uh so this is a superhero series technically it's two series with the second one spent spin off of the first one uh it's the Raptors slash Harrier series. So the Raptor series is about this kid who's basically a sidekick or assistant because they don't like to be called sidekicks. Uh, and to a hero who's basically like Batman. Okay. And he finds out that... Oh, uh, he finds out a lot of things, but basically... Uh, the Batman-type character gets kidnapped. He has to go save it with a new friend of his, ends up creating his own super team, which the the other heroes don't like because they have to be approved and sanctioned by what they refer to as the guild to be superheroes. And they didn't do that. And then come to find out at, at one point, the Heroes are all replaced by evil other world duplicates. Hmm. Which at which at the end uh well, not all the heroes, most of the heroes. Uh but so 
the main character his uh well i say the main character the way the story's told okay and i I like when they do this different chapters are narrated by different characters okay but you can kind of tell he's the main character in the whole story but uh so obviously as i always try to say there's gonna be spoilers in this so uh but he is the son the illegitimate son of the black carrier who is he's a sidekick too okay because they do that trope and then he ends up taking over because after uh the big fight at the end of so so the books are sidekick super team Scion, those are the three Raptor books. Then it goes into the Harrier books, and the two that I've read were Harrier Justice and Harrier the Trench. And so at the end of Scion, the old Harrier steps down and he becomes the new Harrier. Uh, so he basically, basically, it's like Robin taking over as Batman. Got it. I'm like, is a best. Yeah. Okay. I, I can understand that. Yeah, so, and, <laughs> and then in the Harrier series, at the end of the Raptor series, uh, the government's like, oh, hey, all these heroes were uh, evil double-gangers, and we're going to take it, and we're going to uh, make being a mass vigilante illegal now, or, you know, say that we have issues with it, and that all yeah. nations should make it illegal, because, you know, this one situation happened this one time. And we don't want it to happen again. So then they take it and they take a couple of soups and then make them... Basically, they make being a vigilante illegal and make being a mass crime fighter illegal. But then they take certain mass crime fighters and put them in charge of a task force to stop mass crime fighters, which are now illegal. So basically, you're saying, okay, this is all wrong, but we're going to take part of you and make part of you legal watch the rest of you <laughs> yeah like yeah. So, like this this group is sanctioned so not- but so uh in the <laughs> yeah in the harrier books uh he is fighting against that with some other uh resistors okay i have one more book i need to finish uh but yeah no it's it's really enjoyable series uh albeit they play on all the tropes of all sorts of different superhero stuff which i mean like i said you have your batman archetype your flash archetype your superman archetype it's you all have that that's oh yeah unfortunately it's hard to get away from that but yeah it's it's enjoyable that's good okay you read a good amount uh yeah eight books (laughs) uh Currently, I I updated my goal again, <laughs> and so I just leave it. Once I hit it, I just I, leave it. <laughs> well, I what I do is I take it and I update it to just be like, yeah, now I'm gonna do this. Now I'm gonna do this, and then at the end of the year, I'll set it back. Yeah. To what my original goal was, just to see what the percentage is. Uh, so as of now, I have finished 108 books this year. Okay. I was like, I think at sixty-two, <laughs> like sixty-three. 
I lied. 63. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna... Well, because originally I said it as 52 books a year. Yeah. So I'm at 208% oh, of my oh. target. <laughs> uh, oh my god. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's nice. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, no. I'm at like 105%. Like, <laughs> holy shit. I, it's, it's, I am 63 books ahead of schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about Goodreads. It's like, oh, you're such and such. Yeah. Congratulations, you completed your reading challenge this year. That's funny. Well, That's out of funny. curiosity here, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the weird dumb nerd. So I didn't hit my goal in uh, 2017 or 2016 because apparently I didn't log anything for 2016 and only logged two for 2017. I don't know what happened with those. <laughs> uh. I did not hit my goal in 2019 because I guess just busy with life stuff. But every other year I have hit it or exceeded it massively. Uh, I didn't hit my goal in 2018 or 2021. I'm making up for all the lost time. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, for real. Well, I think that's all we got. So, real quick. What? I'm going to do some real quick math. I'm going to do some real quick math about, for something. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Do, 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 <laughs> Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ah, uh, I'm only averaging forty-four books a year okay. for the past eight years. I really shouldn't even count twenty sixteen. <laughs> I didn't log any books. You didn't do nothing. So yeah, fun stuff. But yeah, so that's all we got for today. So until <laughs> next time, don't forget to like, rate, yep. review, subscribe, share our stuff. Tell a do friend. Do. Um, you can email us at thewaywarddragons at gmail.com if you have a book recommendation or a topic recommendation. We hope that everyone has safe travels through the holiday season because this is coming out way after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. um, but you also also have the winter holidays yeah so yeah Better everyone safe travels through the holiday season be safe out there um but yeah so until next time as always please join us on facebook and instagram i do post pictures and stuff that go along with the episode if you have a topic recommendation or you have a book recommendation you can email us at thewaywarddragons at gmail.com Please rate, review, subscribe, and please, please, please tell a friend. Yep.
and don't forget to join us next time. When <laughs> we have, I have no idea what our topic's going to be. Crystal. Uh, yeah, until next time. I'm Johnny. <laughs> and I'm oh, Kelsey. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're doing Crystal. <laughs> and I'm Kelsey. Bye. <laughs>